This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. And those who stay away from that which is vain and unnecessary. If I want to concentrate in salah, the first thing I need to do is my brain needs to be free of that which is love. Love means that which is a waste of time, that which is unnecessary, that which is futile. So I need to stay away from that which is futile so that my mind is not preoccupied with thoughts when I am coming into the masjid. My mind should not be preoccupied with thoughts when I am on the musalla. The only way that is going to happen is if I can stop myself from engaging in that which is unnecessary. What is unnecessary? There are those things which are haram, I need to abstain from them. Backbiting, gossiping, hatred, ill feeling, all this is unnecessary. The more we fill our hearts with hatred and ill feeling and backbiting and gossiping and being worried about others, the less we will be able to concentrate in our salah. So when we remove all that, the ulama of the soul have taught that to us in the Khanqah. They have actually taught that to us to say we need to cleanse our hearts in order to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we must understand that if I remove all those things that are unnecessary from my heart, then that which is necessary will have space in the heart to get into. So it is important that we abstain from that. The ulama have gone further to say when you have ensured that you have abstained from the, the ills that I just mentioned moments ago, then it is important that even that which does not concern you, leave it. Min fitni islam in ma la One of the signs of the goodness of a Muslim and the goodness of the Islam of a person is that he leaves that which does not concern you. Let me concentrate on myself. What concerns me? Like sometimes what happens is we get involved in other people's lives to the degree that we then tend to overlook our own weaknesses. And for the reason Rasulullah gives glad tidings of a certain rank in Jannah known as Tuba to those whose own weaknesses keep them occupied from involving and engaging in other people's weaknesses. So it's important that we keep a check on ourselves to ensure that we do not engage in those things which will earn the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well as that which is unnecessary. Unnecessary, some ulama go as far as saying, you know, just sitting and having a, a big laugh, you know. Some ulama go as far as that. I think we need to start with that which is completely haram so that at least one day we will get to that level May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us protection. So, how can I stay away from that which is futile, that which is unnecessary? How can I stay away from it? Let's read the next part of the verse. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ لِلزَّكَاةِ فَاعِلُونَ Those who give zakat. Now, in fact, the word used is not يُعْطُونَ but فَاعِلُونَ يَفْعَلُونَ is to do zakat. Now, for your information, the word zakat does not only mean the charities that we give. No. Yes, that is included. But zakat means to cleanse your heart. Wherever fi'lu zakat is used, mostly in the Quran, it is referring to the cleansing of the heart. 
Like I did explain to you in two of the shows at the end of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the nafs, the nafs. It is about the, the, the soul, the person's inner self. And Allah says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ Speaking about success, the same thing that we are speaking about today. Allah says, successful is the one who cleanses his heart. So if I would like to stay away from hatred and malice and jealousy and backbiting and gossiping and so on, then I need to cleanse my heart. I need to literally give out that zakah. I need to purify myself in every single way. And without purification of myself, I will not be able to achieve that. So let me address you for a few moments regarding this purification and how it can be achieved. Each one of us, and this is taught by the ulama of the soul, each one of us needs to set aside a time, whether it is five minutes or ten minutes or more or less, every single day, preferably in the evening when the day is over. We need to set aside a time for meditation, for a little bit of what is known as muraqaba and muhasara. Muraqaba meaning meditation, I am thinking, pondering over what I have done through this day. How did I wake up? How, what time did I get up? Did I catch my fajr salah? Did I even read it? If I haven't read it tomorrow, I need to improve. You know, like I was telling you, a man who has a business, for example, he has one shop. He would not like to sit with that one shop all his life. He would like to see more branches of it, possibly maybe an extension of it if possible. Or, you know, in his life, he would not like to just sit with one and see his turnover diminishing. No, he wants to see it progressing. So our religious turnover, don't we want to see it progressing rather than diminishing? We'd like to see it progressing. So if I like to see my religious turnover and profit progressing, I need to take account, just like how we take account of all our pounds and pennies that we earn at the end of the day or month or week. We need to take account of all the issues that we have been involved in through the day, all the good, how can I increase it? And all the bad, how can I decrease it? That is my mission of you. So if I sit every day for five minutes, that's fine, not more, every day, and I ask myself, what did I do today? And if you'd like to know, you need to develop a link with one of the ulama close to you. It is important that you develop a link with one of the ulama in your locality. It is very important. We are going to be asked about the ulama whom Allah has put in our community. Allah placed us in a certain community. And through takbir, He intentionally placed certain people in our communities who will be of knowledge. So it is not worth our while to have a doctor of the heart, when we are heart patients who lives in Africa, or who lives in America, or who lives in India, for example, when we know we have a spiritual disease and the doctors are right next door, in our community we have a ulama. Let's develop a link with them and let's try and learn from them. So if we were to develop a link, they would probably tell us, look, what you need to look at is what time you got up, how you got up, you read salah, how did you read it, if you read it in two minutes, you need to increase it to two and a half minutes. Well, what did you complain about? How did you speak to your spouse? How did you speak to your family members? And are they frightened of you because of how your nature is in the house? You need to change that. You need to develop it. What surprises me is sometimes when we have a little mental problem or when we have stress and pressure, some of us, unfortunately, would like to go to get counseling from those who are not Muslims. Not realizing, Allah, Allah. Rasulullah has the best of counselors. He has not left anything. The Sahaba say, ma illa illa 
The Prophet has not left one single point of goodness without having taught it to us. He didn't forget anything. And he did not forget any evil to warn us from that evil. So it's important that we ask ourselves, what is the Islamic solution? If I am not content, why am I not happy? Why am I not content? Maybe it is my attitude, maybe it is my approach, maybe my heart needs cleansing, maybe I need to take out the hatred from my heart, for example. Because Rasulullah once saw one of his companions and told the others that if you would like to see a gentleman,